Well, here we go with catcher Christian Vasquez having a chance. There have been seven walk-off homers by a catcher in postseason history. Do I hear number eight? One pitch, Hernandez. This one to left center field. It is pulled in by Meadows. Here comes Santana. The Red Sox have the championship series. Hello and welcome back to the JCS Podcast um, Sports Edition. Once again, got a, a good amount to get into today. We're, we're, we're going to be pl- playing with a little different format, jumping around, talking about some major games going on in the weekend, and then getting into our NFL picks. Um, so we have a, a good amount, I think, yeah, to hit on today. We do. And uh, nothing, nothing more exciting than what we got going on tonight, Joey. I mean, truly. Truly. I can't. I can't believe the Red Sox are in the position they are currently in. It's shocking. It's it's wild. I'm excited. Um, got Red Sox versus the Astros tonight. Uh, what are, What are your thoughts on on that? Just as a game. Uh, well, I don't know. The Red Sox are like have had more time to rest in between because the Astros. To be fair, it's only by like a day or two, um, but. It's going to be interesting because the Rays should have been a much better team than the Red Sox, but we were the better team in that series. Alex Cora has managed out of his mind. I mean, it's 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 pretty incredible what he's been able to do with this roster and how it's not that, realistically, it's not that different yeah. from what they had only, last year. Only a few changes. It's, it's absolutely wild to see where the Red Sox have been able to come. And uh, now they're just one series away from the World Series and playing up against his alma mater, if you want to frame it like <laughs> that. I don't know. Uh, I guess you could. The Houston Astros. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of con- there's been a lot of controversy with the Houston Astros and their cheating scandals in the in the background, and they they kind of have a prove it season as well. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm 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 really excited. I'm really like. It's going to be a good series. It's it's crazy. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited. Kiki Hernandez has been playing. He has been lights out. Out of his mind. Insane. Absolutely remarkable. He's I, so good. All, all trans, being fully, completely transparent, I'm not that into baseball. So it's like talking about stuff like this is like a little bit hard for me just because... I know how a baseball game works, and that's about it. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I know a little more than that. Like, I've done fantasy baseball and stuff. I know the stats. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't been keeping track the entire season, just towards the end, and now obviously during the playoffs, I've been paying more attention. The one thing I feel like for the Red Sox to come out of this series, obviously Chris Sale getting the start tonight, eight eight oh seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, he needs to bounce back. He has not been playing. Yeah. Uh, if he plays well, well, if he pitches well, he need, he just hasn't win. he hasn't been the same player um, since it was Tommy John, right? Um, I think so. I um, think it was yeah. since his surgery. 
Um, he has not been the same player. And if he gets to start tonight against that loaded Houston Astros offense and manages to pitch well, I think it'll be a huge tone setter for the series. And uh, on the offensive end for the Red Sox, a name that has not really come up outside of, he, he's had a good amount of RBIs, but uh, Raphael Devers is very low on the depth chart right now statistically for hits um, for the Red Sox. And I would like to see, you know, as somebody who I've personally coined and a lot of people have made the comparison to, um, made the new, called him the new Mookie Betts of this team. Uh, You know, he could take this team to the next level right now. Yeah. If he, he comes back out playing like he did in the in the season, getting some home runs, getting a lot more hits. Um, right now, we, he just has six hits uh, in the postseason with Kiki Hernandez leading the Red Sox with ten, uh, Alex Verdugo with eight coming up, and then in, tied for third is Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez with seven. Rafael Devers moving himself back to the head of the pack would be, uh, I don't want to call it in- essential because I don't know what is essential to a Red Sox yeah. win anymore. Um, but it would be huge. It would. I would love to see him get a home run this game and just show everyone what kind of baseball player he is. The Red Sox just dominate. That would be so fun to watch. Do you have a prediction for tonight? I think that the Red Sox are going to win. I do, too. I think Chris Sale gives up two runs during his pitching and uh, has a good has a, has a good bounce back. Uh, decent game. Decent game, and the Red Sox take the lead in the series. All right. And as far as the West Coast games, um, uh, Dodgers, Dodgers are going to the World night. Series. Yeah, Dodgers are going to the World Series. That was a good series, though, against yeah. the Giants. It definitely was. So. Yeah. All right. At, when we come back, getting into a game that is not being talked about, and I feel like it should, a prove-it game for one of the most greatest franchises of all time. Yeah, most greatest. I said most it. Most greatest The New England Patriots franchise. meeting the Dallas Cowboys. Two of the best franchises. Two of the of best franchises time. of all time going head-to-head, 4.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when we come back. Jacoby Myers in motion on third down. Jones looking end zone for Henry. He's got it! Touchdown! A clutch pass on third down. And the Patriots are an extra point away from tying it at 22. Lennon, good protection. Downfield for board. And hit! Diggs has got another. Number six on the year. He is a vacuum. The New England Patriots this weekend going up against the Dallas Cowboys and what is arguably the biggest game so far of the season for the Patriots. Obviously, they played up against Tom Brady, but I think that was more of a a, a storied game. Um, I don't think many expected them to win, and they they did as they they showed out well in this game. But now you've got a lot of people just writing off the New England Patriots. Yeah, um, had a had were in a close game against Houston. A game that yeah, probably should after not have been close. Last week, people are underrating the Patriots once again. Right, and uh, they're still a top five defense going up against a top two offense in the league. The Dallas Cowboys being the second 
best offense in the league right now with the New England Patriots being the fifth best defense in their league right now. I This is a huge game for Mac Jones. It's a huge game for Bill Belichick and a defense whose secondary was nothing short of awful last yeah, week. I mean, simply bad. Was, lots of lots of injuries. Uh, Devin McCourty actually went back to cornerback at one point, which I don't know when the last time he had played a snap at cornerback was, but rest assured it was not recently. Definitely not. And now you have a 2-3 and three New England Patriots team who desperately needs to get back to 500, and a Dallas Cowboys team who many are claiming to be the front runners for the Super Bowl so far this year. That is an overreaction, definitely. I think that they're a playoff team. I think they could make it deep into the playoffs if they continue to play at the level they are, but I would not put them at Super Bowl contenders just yet. Trayvon Diggs on on the way to making a making history yeah. um, with the most interceptions by a cornerback in NFL history. Also would be on, on track to make history for the most yards allowed by a cornerback in NFL history. Um, going up against Mac Jones, who uh, is averaging an interception per game right now. Per touchdown, at least. Per touchdown, yep. One-to-one ratio. It'll be incredibly interesting for a Patriots offense that I still think is yet to truly, fully find their identity. Um, yeah. Last game, there were some opportunities for the deep bomb, but we just couldn't connect on them. And I think plays like that will really open up our offense. Being able to run with Damian Harris, throw the short passes, and then hit the deep bomb, plus having the two killer tight ends, like what are teams going to do? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And um, here's the thing. There was a lot left on the table by that offense last week. Uh, you had another Damian Harris fumble um, that took away a touchdown and kind of killed the momentum. Mac Jones was playing fantastic in that first half. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, who I've, I've loved since the season started, I loved him since the signing, has uh, proven, proven to define himself as the certain wide receiver too. And Jacoby Myers is playing playing fantastic once again. I think this weekend, uh, don't get me wrong, the Patriots, they do not have a lot of room for error. This is a good Dallas Cowboys team, um, a fantastic offense, and the Patriots are going to have to play their best game. But I think I think the Patriots will be able to do that. And uh, I got Jacoby Myers getting his first receiving NFL touchdown uh, this coming Sunday. All right. I would love that to happen. Well, I think that the Jacoby Myers touchdown is very plausible. But um, I would love the Patriots to win this game. I just do not think that we are good enough right now. Because Ezekiel Elliott has been playing amazing. So has Tony Pollard. Leonard Fournette ran all over us when we played. Our inside, like the tackles, inside the tackles run defense has been terrible. And that's where Zeke thrives. And so I just do not think that – I think that he's going to have over 100 yards, at least one touchdown. And sadly, it's going to be a close game, a lot closer than people think, but I think the Cowboys will win this game. Listen, my whole thing is um, – and I've said this before. I think this is going to come down a lot to coaching. Um, Bill Belichick, you mentioned Leonard Fournette running all over the Patriots, but Belichick is known for taking away what you're good at. The Buccaneers were known – for being fantastic at throwing. And for that first half, Tom Brady was shut down. I mean... The whole game, pretty much. Yeah. It was just him and Mike Evans. Everyone else was exactly. quiet. 
Bill Belichick took away that uh, part of part of their offense, and sure enough, um, when that focus is on offense, what good what good teams do, what good coaching staffs do, what Super Bowl winning coaching sh- staffs do, is they switch their game plan and they switch to run with Leonard Fournette. And sure enough, Leonard Fournette having an amazing year so far uh, did his thing, and um, Patriots gave up a lot of rushing yards. Now. I don't know what aspect of the game Bill Belichick's going to try and take yeah. away. Uh, take away Zeke. They have C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper to throw to. Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin, Tony Pollard out of the backfield. They have a lot of <laughs> weapons to throw to, and they have a lot of weapons to run with. Right. All I all I all I think is that a completely healthy New England defense, which is still has not played completely healthy together, and is still number five in the league so far, going yeah. up against the Super Bowl champions. Um, I think this defense will be able to hold Ezekiel Elliott under under 80 yards and um, keep keep Dak Prescott from throwing it too far into the end zone. Um, you know, I I think I, I have I have strong strong faith that uh, while I do think Dallas will put up at least two touchdowns on us, I think our defense will hold uh, most specifically our secondary um, and truly. I think one of the biggest issues with Dallas and Mike McCarthy is when Mike McCarthy has a game plan, he just does the game plan. He's a very little adjustment coach. Very infrequently do you see him make crazy good adjustments. And when you have a coach like that going up against the best adjustment coach of all time, the greatest coach ever of all time, I just think it comes down to the chess game. And I will take Bill Belichick over Mike McCarthy any day of the week. All right. Next game we want to talk about, Arizona Cardinals versus the Cleveland Browns. You can't touch this. Murray with Bosa chasing, directing traffic. Murray throwing down the sidelines. Hopkins makes the adjustment on the underthrown ball. He's got a first down. Longest play of the day, though, for 30 yards, and Murray throwing for the end zone, and he fits it in to the Andre Hopkins for the touchdown. One-on-one with Josh Norman, and Hopkins wins the battle. His fourth touchdown catch of the year. I told you, homeboy, you can't touch this. The Cleveland Browns and the L.A. Chargers had the game of the year so far, in my opinion. It was so fun to watch taking shots back and forth, touchdown after touchdown, big play after big play. And it was one of the best games of the year and probably will stay that way throughout the season. Um, And now the Browns are playing against the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, your team. Um, And I think that it's going to be a really good game. I think that Rondale Moore, especially without DeAndre Hopkins, um, the Chargers' offense will not be as good, but obviously they will be very good still. I think Rondell Moore is going to have a 70-yard touchdown this game. I'm calling it now. Um, but I also think that the Cleveland Browns' rushing game between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, um, they will each have 100 total yards and a touchdown this game, and the Browns are going to win. Whoa. Oh, you're making uh, you're making a lot of calls there. And while typically I'd go up against, uh, well, I will go up against a 200 yard rushing attack with, with a not all rushing, each. like receive, receive total yards. Oh, okay. Each. Um, 
you know, typically I would disagree uh, with the Arizona Cardinals, but Chandler Jones, uh, who has been one of the best pass rushers um, so far this year, is out for this game. Um, and the the backfield of the Cardinals' defense is uh, looking a little scarce a little bit. Um, yeah. They look a little bit weak where the defense has been overperforming um, this year. Um, and that certainly would be cause for concern for me, especially as a big Arizona Cardinals fan. However, this Cardinals team has gone up against the Los Angeles Rams. Yep. One of the best offenses in the league and held their own. Um, this Cardinals offense has clicked uh better than I've seen in a while. And the biggest, I'd argue, the biggest win for the Arizona Cardinals this year was last week when the the offense wasn't really clicking all too yeah. well. They couldn't get a lot going. They couldn't get the rushing game to be stellar. The, the passing game wasn't fantastic either. And yet they still won the game. They won through a really difficult, um, a really difficult situation. And when, when you see teams do that, that's when you know you have a rock-solid team. And now, the biggest difference between the Cleveland Browns and the Arizona Cardinals comes down to one position to me. One position that it came down to last week when the Browns lost to the L.A. Chargers, which the L.A. Chargers is a worse defense than the Arizona Cardinals. I think even take away Chandler Jones, and you still have a, a lesser defense than the Arizona Cardinals. And the L.A. Chargers are actually, and this is incredibly interesting, they're actually nine total yards behind the Arizona Cardinals to be the sixth best offense in the league. So the Cardinals and the Chargers together, they're very very comparable from from an offensive perspective. And um, I think this will be a high-scoring Cardinals game um, again. I just don't know that Cleveland can come out and play. I think what we saw last week from an offensive perspective was Cleveland's I think that was about as good as it gets for Cleveland with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. And I don't know that they can replicate that. And I think they need to replicate that to beat Arizona this week. And listen, who am I putting my money on? Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray? Listen, I like Baker Mayfield. He's a good guy. He's, he's hilarious. I think he's really funny. And I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. Kyler Murray is a great quarterback. Kyler Murray, I called it before the season started, is going to win M- MVP. He's currently the front runner for MVP. If it comes down to it, guys, I'm taking Kyler Murray to secure the bag once again in this game. For me, it isn't a battle between Kyler versus Baker. I think it's between their defenses. If their offenses are going shot for shot, which we've seen both of them are capable of doing, then I'm taking Cleveland's defense getting a stop all day instead of the Cardinals being able to stop the rushing attack of the Browns. I just think that even with Cleveland's defense giving up 47 points last week to Justin Herbert and the Chargers, they're still the fourth best defense in the league. I, I think, well, and that says something. I, my disagreement with you here is um, Baker Mayfield. And I do think it comes down to Cliff Kingsbury. I've said it before. I'm not a huge fan of him. He needs to really fill the middle of the field. 
and um, make sure there is no room for that rushing attempts. Obviously, you know, Cleveland, best best rushing team in the league. Um, you know, it's it's going to happen. You just have to make sure you, you plan accordingly and uh, you don't panic. And as long as Cliff Kingsbury, from a defense perspective, plans for Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, Baker... Baker's not going to be able to get it done, especially against Kyler, and that's where I stand. Um, I do think it'll be a great game, though. Me too. I hope so. We'll see you after this week. When we come back, Joey and I are going to discuss the remaining games in the NFL quickly and give you our picks going forward. Starting this week in the AFC, on Sunday, Dolphins at Jaguars. This is probably, uh, once again, one of the easiest picks of the week for me. Um, I might change my pick here. Oh, I was going to say easiest picks of the week. I do not think so. I think that this is the week that the Jaguars get Get their their first first win, win. Especially at home with all the controversy with Urban Meyer. Um... I think that they're going to get their first win. Trevor Lawrence's first NFL win. He's been playing really well. That offense put up a fight against the Bengals. I think they're going to run all over the Dolphins. I think it's going to be... I don't think either defense has been playing very well. And so I think it'll be like a decently high-scoring game. Um, Not a shootout, but I just think that the Jaguars' offense is going to be able to put up more points. Listen, the Jaguars are hungry for their win. They almost had a... Great comeback last week. Um, fell short of it, and the Dolphins—they're just—they just seem confused. Um, they're not really sure who their quarterback is going to be week to week. An issue that happened last year, you know, this year due to injuries. Um, and listen, James Robinson has bounced back this season, and I don't expect him to slow down. James Robinson with a touchdown, maybe two in this game against the Dolphins. I can get behind that. Next game of the week, Texans at Colts. This one is one of the easier picks for me. The Colts played really well against the Ravens. Uh, they got an unlucky, like, bad forward pass call, on or forward lateral call on a, what would have been a touchdown to really put them ahead in the game. That was, like, a key moment in the game. And I just think that they are a much better team than the Texans. Yeah, I, I completely agree here. Davis Mills played outstanding against the Patriots uh, <laughs> bench secondary yeah. last, last week. And listen, this healthy Colts defense, they're not going to be that Patriots secondary. Um, listen, I'm not a big fan of Carson Wentz, but I think Carson yeah. Wentz can game manage his way to a, a victory here. Jonathan and, Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's been playing pretty well. Uh, I don't expect him to stop here. Colts are going to beat the Texans easily. All right. Game of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Chargers at Ravens. Oh, my goodness. I am excited this for this This is going to be game. such a good game. Justin Herbert doing Justin Herbert things. Mike Williams. Oh, my goodness. Am I glad Austin I traded for Eckler. you. Traded for you on my fantasy team. Listen, you could probably win fantasy leagues just by starting the Chargers. The start. The, the starters of the Chargers. I mean, you you could do it, and then they're going up against Lamar Jackson, who guys he's I, been phenomenal. I said it since he was drafted. You get him a 
couple of wide receivers, and he'll be able to throw the ball. And oh my goodness, am I glad I was right on this. Sammy Watkins, one of the best signings of the offseason. If not for his talent, for him taking away defenses from Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. Listen, you can't guard three. You can't double cover you can't double cover three people every game. And that's that's where the Ravens are uh, being able to pick up where they weren't in previous seasons. They have a passing attack now, and that's why the Ravens are a very, very scary team for any any team they go up against. I just think the, the Chargers are just too much. Too yeah. much. They are on a steamroll right now. Every single game that the Ravens have played this year has been incredibly close. If you look at their game log, they're 4-1 off of all really close games. Um, they easily be undefeated right now. They easily could be. But I got to go with the Chargers on this one. I've been a huge fan of Austin Eckler since he was drafted. Um, I've loved him in all the Madden games because I love running screens, and he is one of the best uh, receiving backs in the league and in open field. And I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think that both of these offenses have proved themselves to be really good. But I just think that the Chargers have been playing as a better team this year, and the Ravens have yet to show that they can pull away in a game and like really take a confident lead and a confident win. So I think that streak will continue. Next game, Raiders at Broncos. I don't know if we disagree here, but I got to go with the Raiders. Listen, Derek Carr, I'm not a huge fan of. He seemed angry in his latest press conference. Listen, this is a team who's been going through a lot of crap recently with the John Gruden email scandals, but their goals are still the same. They're still a good team, a solid defense, and listen, this is a prove-it game for a team that people are now writing off because they lost their head coach. I think the Raiders are going to go out there. I think they're going to show the world they're still in it, and I think the Raiders are going to beat the Broncos this weekend. Uh, We do not disagree on this game. I am a big fan of the Raiders in this matchup. Even though the Broncos are at home, I don't think it'll matter. I think the Raiders have much more skill on their team. They are a much better team. And I do not think that they will win three games to start the season and then lose three. If I had to pick a team to do that, it would be the Broncos over the Raiders. You know, the Raiders so. are still a game from being tied for first place in the West again. Yeah. So do not write off this team. Next game we got Bills-Titans, a game that I was actually, believe it or not, flip-flopping on. I was very, yeah. Me too. I really, really want to pick the Titans here. I really do. But I don't know that their defense can stop that Bills offense. Going to be honest, that is the only reason I did not pick the Titans. <laughs> that is the only reason I didn't either. I mean, this Bills offense, I said it when it happened. And I wish we had done this podcast when I said it because I have no real proof of this. <laughs> but Emmanuel Sanders to the Bills was an incredible signing. An incredible signing. He did say that. I can confirm. Um, Stephon Diggs is crazy good. And now... He's had a mediocre season. Well, yeah, because they don't have to keep piping it through Stephon Diggs anymore. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders playing out of his mind. It's funny once you get away from Drew Brees and Slant Boy and you have a quarterback that can 
throw it more than 10 yards, how your numbers can go up. Listen, Emmanuel Sanders, fantastic wide receiver. He's going to come up big and be a huge reason why these Bills beat the Titans this weekend. I love the Titans. I always have. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL right now. I think that he will have a huge game and be the only reason that the Titans are in this game. Uh, The Bills' defense is going to be able to stop Tannehill and their receivers who have been underperforming, though. And I think that this is Stefan Diggs' breakout game of the season. He's been good so far, but he has not been himself. Like last year, he was top two or three receiver in the league. And this year, he's just been, he's been good. But I think that against this terrible Titans defense, he's going to play incredibly well and have over 100 yards and a touchdown. Next game we got up. Shouldn't be one we talk about for very long. Chiefs versus Washington. I'm going to have to pick the Chiefs. I'm assuming Joey's picking the I'm Chiefs, picking the Chiefs as, well. as well. My only thing I will say here is Pat Mahomes has not played well this season. You can't tell me he has. He's made stupid decisions. He's made stupid throws. And he's tried to force things that were not there. Mahomes, do not do too much. The Tom Brady effect seems to be hitting him. And I think Mahomes is great. I think he'll continue to be great. This better be a bounce-back game for Mahomes, or else I will have a lot of questions. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that Mahomes has been trying to do way too much. I mean, he's done this in the past, but he's gotten bailed out by the other talent on his team and by his defense. And this year, that defense is not bailing anybody out. The Sammy Watkins effect. <laughs> They're doing terrible. <laughs> and I just think that Mahomes needs to prove that he can make smart throws and um, just play like a quarterback, like top three quarterback that he should be. This Chiefs defense, I'm just telling for everybody because I didn't even realize it now, is the second worst in the league so far. That's the last thing I'll say. And yet they're still going to win this week against Taylor Heineke. I'll run by him just to say him again, but we got Cardinals, Browns, and Patriots, Cowboys. I picked the Patriots. Joey picked the Cowboys. I picked the Cardinals. Joey picked, I picked the, Browns. the Browns. It's going to be good. Um, this game is going to be the Seahawks versus the Steelers. I think that the Seahawks have more talent on their team, but without Russell Wilson and possibly without Chris Carson. And with their defense playing so terribly, I think that Najee Harris is going to have a huge game and the Steelers will get an important win to keep them in that division. I completely agree. Listen, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, they're not great. They're not terrible. Very middle of the pack. But you know who is terrible? The Seattle Seahawks (laughs) defense. Oh my goodness. If you've watched a single Seattle Seahawks game this, this year... It's been basically an offensive showcase because there's no defense being played, like, at all. And listen, Steelers, say what you want about Big Ben. Say what you want about that defense. They're still a well-coached team, and I still think at times they're fundamentally sound. I think this will be a relatively close game, especially since Russell Wilson is out, and uh, I think the Steelers will walk away with a feel-good win. Alright, last game of AFC versus NFC is going to be the Bengals at the Lions. Um, I am going to go out on a limb here and say that after this week, there will be no more no-win teams. 
the Lions and the Jaguars are each going to get their first one of the season. I love the Bengals this year, but the Jaguars almost beat them. I think that game went into overtime. And the Lions with Dan Campbell have really shown that they're a team that can compete. They're a team that's hungry. They're a team that wants to win. And I think that they're going to do that this week. I think that they are going to finally get their first win. And I love Burrow, but... You know what, Joey? I just switched my answer. I was going to go Bengals, but you, you know what hits me um, when I'm thinking about this game is, I don't know if you saw the clip of Dan Campbell after the game last week. I did. Cried during the press conference. And typically that wouldn't be something you wanted to see, except that it was about, it was another game that ended by a field goal. Yep. And um, Second or third game they've lost. The Lions have been in pretty much every game they've played in, and I think Dan Campbell's a good coach. They don't have a lot of great players. They don't. Um, yet, they still are kind of middle of the pack in offense and defense this year, um, which is kind of incredible uh, from yeah. a coaching standpoint. Listen, Dan Campbell, is he's not Bill Belichick. But there's a good thing here, Lions fans. He's also not Matt Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> and that is why you should be excited. I do think this weekend they'll be in another close game, but they'll manage to win, and Dan Campbell will be hyped up <laughs> in that press conference afterwards. I cannot wait. Into the NFC games, we've already seen Buccaneers versus the Eagles. We so both picked the Bucks before the game. We both did? Now. Yeah, come so. on, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> Easy. Uh, Packers-Bears. This Bears team, um, the worst offense in the league. Yeah. The, the literal worst offense in the league. Matt Nagy doesn't know what he's doing. I can't believe he still has a job. Dude, I don't sign know me how. up. I think I could get that Bears team to a win. I couldn't. They're listen. three and two. I know, which I don't is know incredible. How. I don't as the know worst how. offense in the league, I, I. That's why I'm saying. I listen. This Bears team has arguably one of the worst coaches in the league. I mean, the fall for grace for Matt Nagy has been wild. He was yeah. praised as a defensive mastermind just years ago, and now they're not putting up any numbers on offense. It's crazy. Yeah, I really like the Bears. Um, and the year before they went to the playoffs, um, I said that they were going to be a really good team when they had like two or three wins and then they were. And so I've always liked the bears, but the Packers are a better team and the Packers are going to win this game. I completely agree. Next one, we got Rams giants. Joey, where are you going with this pick? I think we can just move on to the next game. I completely agree. <laughs> Vikings at Panthers, <laughs> Joey. This pick has been one of the toughest choices for me throughout the week. I've been me going well. back and forth because Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson are both off of the injured list. They're both going to play. Christian McCaffrey is out again this week. But the Panthers' defense has been the better defense than the Vikings so far this season. Vikings' offense has been better than the Panthers' I got to go with the Panthers on this one still, simply because they're the home team. Um, and I think that their defense is going to play well. I think that the Vikings will not ride Dalvin Cook because they're going to be more tentative um, to not get to not re-aggravate that injury. And I think that Sam Darnold is going to have a bounce-back game after a tough loss last week, a game that they should have won against the Eagles. I think that they're going to win. Every time. I pick the Panthers, they lose. Every time I pick the Vikings, they <laughs> lose. 
And now the two meet, and I have to pick, and I just know whoever I pick is probably going to lose this game. Listen, I disagree with your point about Dalvin Cook. I think the precautionary um, decision was made last week when Dalvin Cook didn't play at all. That was the don't want to re-aggravate. This Wednesday, he was completely uh, played the entire the entire practice. Um, actually, Madison is now on uh, lim- the limited list, believe it or mm. not. Um, I think Dalvin Cook comes in here. I think he's used a lot. I think he gets back into the swing of things. I think he has combined at least 100 yards. Um, maybe, maybe not a touchdown, um, but I think he gets at least gets to the 100-yard mark. And listen, um, if anybody who watched the Patriots-Houston game last week knows that that was a very quick game, went by fast, I think this will happen as well. Um, I think the Vikings will run the ball a lot and try and get in and out of Carolina. I got the Vikings winning in a close one. All right. We disagree a good amount of times this week. Um, current standings, I am leading record-wise. Uh, I don't have it up right now, but... I'm hoping to bounce back this week. He's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to crawl crawl, his way I'm back. I'm crawling my way back, and uh, Actually, we're getting better. We're getting better, so... Yeah, yeah. 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 We're trying. Try it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um... We hope that you join us again next week. And, uh, yeah, go Patriots. Go Patriots. Thank you, guys.